Standing up in McKinney, this is According to Kellis. And today, after last week's uh, rather uh, challenging week of episodes uh, of many, many um, things that just aren't right, aren't good, today we're going to devote it to Meetup, right? Meetup Monday, what can you do? If we accept the things are the way they are, what can you do about it? So we're going to try and spend as much time this week talking about things that you as an individual can do to make a difference. And today is Meetup Monday, so we're going to talk about different things you can do starting with that. So before we get into the content, let me remind you the, the best way you can assist is like, share, and subscribe to this program. Join the followers on your podcatcher of choice. And if you're feeling particularly motivated, you can rate and review this program, both on YouTube, on your podcatcher, or even just on the social media. Come and join me. We're at According to Callus. We have our own group. We have a page. And quite frankly, I, Stephen Callus, I'm on many, many groups in the uh, Texas genre. Uh, on the Facebook social media, I also visit over on MeWe and Gab on occasions. And, you know, I am looking for a new home base. I just haven't decided what to do with that. And as far as the uh, podcast home, for some time now, I've been talking about, you know, upgrading. Just not super thrilled with what I'm getting out of Podbean. I just not found a suitable replacement at this time. I, I thought I was going to go with one and they got themselves bought out. So I'm not really sure what the answer is, but Hey, look that none of that changes anything for you. The listener out there like share, subscribe. That's all I can ask from you. That's all I need. Let's, let's keep building the audience. You know, I've got four listeners now, right? I've got a doubled my audience apparently since the, you know, well, in any case, enjoy the fun. Let's get into the program. Okay. So I've talked about this before. We're going to revisit it here and expand just a little bit about it. Find your issue. Find something that's important to you. Doesn't matter specifically what it is. I have friends, or at least one friend somewhat locally here, that is into permaculture. We talk about you know, regenerative agriculture from time to time. We, we compare notes. We talk about you know, ideal things we'd like to do at some point in the future. But that's that's not my passion. That's his passion, but that's not mine. It is something I enjoy. I think it's important. I think it's very useful. As a matter of fact, uh, I don't know, about six or eight years ago, I tried to see about implementing some of those practices in a park here in Collin County. Sadly, we didn't go anywhere with that. But that was an investment of time that I thought was worthwhile. It was being involved. It was building up an opportunity, and it didn't pan out. You move on. You do find do something else. It's okay. Those opportunities may present themselves again in the future, and I'll be prepared and wiser. But you might have something that is of key issue, right? So now that abortion is illegal in the state of Texas, maybe you want to care for unwanted children. Perhaps you want to pivot and say, well, how can we offer better health care opportunities to women who find themselves pregnant for various reasons that were unplanned? How do we come alongside them? How do we help them? Or perhaps maybe you just 
wholly into the political thing and you want to deal with the fact that there's an invasion at the southern end of the border and we're doing nothing about it. Okay. Maybe you want to look into the fentanyl that's flooding in Texas. Maybe you want to look at the fact that, uh, you know, the cartels operate the border for us. (laughs) I mean, these are all specific issues that people I know deeply care about and they're invested in and they're taking time and energy to look into what can they do. But say none of that is your issue. Just you're worried about the local school board. You're worried about the city council. You're worried about what's going on in the commissioner's court. Okay. Those are all very valid and important things. And aside from going to those individual meetings, which are important and you should do if you have the time and that's your interest. But wouldn't you want to meet up and discuss what's going on there with other local activists, other people that are involved? Now, in Collin County, this is both a plus and a negative, right? We have like 40 different clubs that I am aware of. I can't rattle them all off by name, but I'm aware of roughly 40 different clubs that exist in Collin County. Some of them overlap on issues. Some of them overlap on constituencies. Some of them are targeting a specific audience. And some of them are, you know, things that have just been around forever. And they have uh, a lot of influence, a lot of um, presence, you might find that your issue is better addressed with one of those clubs. You might find that your issue is something that people within that club are interested in. They just don't know it yet. How would you do that? Well, you go and present to them. You go and meet with them. You can get a lot more done if you have help, you have backup. You're not doing it on your own. Take advantage of the various clubs. And that's not even getting into the other civic organizations. I mean, there's half a dozen to a dozen civic organizations that I can probably rattle off the top of my head if I was forced to. And they exist in most of the major towns in Collin County. Now, from what I've heard is they're distinctly political and not in a way that I would support. But if that's your thing, if that's your stripe, if you will, then go participate there. Make yourself useful. Put your influence into something that can have a positive outcome. There's nothing wrong with that. So now that you've found your issue, whatever it is, or maybe you have more than one issue and you've now found a club, now you've got a way to support your cause, right? Take it to the uh, other people in that club and interact with them, but get their buy-in, get their interest, engage with other clubs then, right? Now that your club or your group is decided, well, we have an issue with homelessness still in Collin County. It's particularly noticeable in the downtown area of, say, McKinney or Plano. What are we going to do about it? And this ranges from uh, points of view of we chase them all away to we get them a bus ticket to California to we feed and put them up somewhere to we find them where they're at, usually in a you know an area next to town, and we help them there and we help them... Uh, come out of that if that's what they want to do. Okay. Those are all options. Not necessarily judging any better than the other. And depending on what your point of view is, what your policies are on those things, those are different things you can do. And you can be, and you can be involved in far more effective with a group of people. So we know we have a problem and we want to solve it. That was an example. I've talked about other things that are of interest to people. But the way you do it is working together. The way you do it is coming up with a plausible, common agreement on a solution that works for a positive net outcome. This is how you serve your community, 
right? There are a lot of people out there that they get overwhelmed. There are a lot of people out there that they're just uninformed. They are often called ignorant. That is an appropriate term, but it's kind of (laughs) mean. If you're just going to say, well, you're ignorant. Well, okay, well, how do we fix that? How do we solve that? Well, there's educational programs. There's, you know, opportunities for you to get brought up to speed on what's going on around you. Again, this is what some of these political groups do around town. They, they invest time in to say, okay, these are the things that are going on in our community. These are what, these are how we would approach them. This is how we feel about them. We would like you to come along and assist us and be involved in coming with the preferred outcome that we have. Now, if you don't share those preferred outcomes, okay, well, maybe that's a different story. Maybe you can find somebody else that does. But if you're just going to sit at home and complain, you're going to sit at home and not be engaged, you're never going to change anything. You're not going to fix or affect the outcome that you're looking for. Now, for me, okay, we're going to make this about me because it's pretty easy to talk about this in the context of my show. I've made no secret that I'm a big supporter of Texit, both in theory and in practice. I think is a worthwhile endeavor, number one, to put the question to the general public, number two, to educate the general public and how would we go about doing that and how does that work, and number three, how do we get the legislature to acknowledge that this is more than some kind of little fringe group and put the question on the ballot? So I'm involved in all three of those. Now, apparently the folks over at the Texas Nationalist Movement have been building up local meetups and local um, auxiliaries, if you will. Strangely enough, nobody in Collin County has reached out to me yet, <laughs> but that's okay. I, I take no offense at that. I, I do converse uh, regularly with people in other parts of the state that either work or represent T&M. So no harm, no foul there, but that's my theory. That's or not my theory. That's my issue, right? That's my thing that I want to invest in. I am also in the leadership of Collin County Patriots. We work on a variety of issues that affect Collin County. We're not all particularly exactly aligned on the same things. And we like to bring in different groups of people or different individuals to come and educate us on specific issues and educate us how we can do a better job of doing certain things. And quite frankly, let us know what's going on that we're not being told. You know, in the last few months, we've had people come in and talk about how can you be a better activist? They've come in and talked about how can you better go down to Austin and be heard? Now, if you listen to last week's uh, episodes, you'll know that no matter what we do, they're going to do what they want to do, but we can at least put pressure on them. We can let them know we don't appreciate what they're doing and we can cause them to perhaps consider how far down the road of ignoring us do they really want to go? But you can't really do that as an individual, but you can do that as a group. You can affect change because that is brought about by numbers. And many times I mention the fact that Brandon Burton of North Texas uh, Conservatives, I think that's right, uh, he was running buses down there once a week. We're going to go down, we're going to see state reps, we're going to tell them what we need out of them from Collin County. We're going to try and work with them. Try and encourage them to do the right thing, pray for them, support them, whatever they wanted to do. That was that was Brandon Burden's, you know, direction. That's what he was taking with his people. And he partnered with both the Collin GOP and other groups in town 
but we were stronger together. We were more effective together. Now, unfortunately, while the the uh, reps out of Collin County may have done some of the things we wanted, they didn't really get done. And, and, and again, that goes back to last week's outcome. So what do we do? Well, we can ignore it. We can be demoralized. We can give up or we can redouble our efforts. We can make it be known that, hey, we expect you to do these things. And if you don't, we're not going to support you. In fact, we're going to work against you like you guys work against us. We're going to make it difficult for you to keep that job. I mean, that's the only leverage we have as individuals, as of activists organization, you have to let them know what their cost is going to be. We're happy to support you, but if you're going to work against us, we're going to work against you. There's a cost. So while you're serving your community to affect change on a specific concern, a specific issue, you know, some relevant idea and you build up your network within the different clubs, within the party of your choice, uh, with just the community, that credibility that you build lends authority when you go and speak on an issue. It's very easy to dismiss a single activist when they come in about an issue, but if you've got 10, 12, 20 of those people coming in that are of like mind and they're supporting the people that are speaking, they tend to pay attention. You've watched that play out in the school boards for the last year plus. It got bad enough that they were starting to report people to the FBI, you know, because angry parents are a major threat to national security. But be that as it may, it was effective. It was working. And we need to continue to do these things. That means that we need to show up at the municipal offices, city hall. Hey, there's a there's a meeting tonight, city council's meeting, and they're going to be considering putting in a few thousand more apartments here, or they're going to be considering expanding a park there, or they're going to be looking at how do we better improve Highway 5, or they're going to look at what are we going to do when they reroute 380? How are we going to better pivot to make sure that we get the best bang for our buck in the investment we're going to be forced to make on 380? These are all appropriate things that they should be talking to us, we the constituents, we the taxpayers about, but really they talk at us, not with us. But if we show up and we show up in force and we communicate and we partake in what's going on and while you're at it, now you can leverage that to maybe serve on some boards or maybe serve in some committees at the city or at the county level and say, uh, you know what? We like these things or we don't like these things. How can we best pull these apart? And oh, by the way, I represent 20, 50, 100 people that are all in my club or in my community organization. And we would really like to see these things happen. Now, if you doubt the effectiveness of this, you haven't been paying attention. Our opponents, the left, the progressives have been doing this since the 60s. We didn't get to where we're at today overnight. They've been hard at work for for this outcome over 60 years. If you doubt me, go read the book right? Rules for radicals. He lays it out. You don't have to like the guy. You don't have to appreciate some of the things that he says and does, but he lays out exactly the process at play here and you need to acknowledge it. If for no other reason to counter it or to duplicate it in reverse, if if you're not willing to understand what your enemy is doing, you're never going to defeat him. That's your Sun Tzu coming back in here. If people were to understand that politics is an extension of war, 
or it is a war by other means, if you will, which I think is a paraphrase on Clausewitz, you're never going to win. You're never going to stop the problem. You're never going to be able to mount an adequate defense. You're never going to ever have a counteroffensive if you don't know how to do it. And I've talked about this. So this is the thing, right? So you're going to do your uh, meetups. You're going to you're going to find your issues. Now, when you find your issues, that presumes that you already know something about those issues. If you don't, you need to educate yourself and you need to look at various other inputs for that education. And yes, I'm going back to this because I think one, I ignored something when I went there the first time. And two, it's one of the most important things. You need to have more than one point of view or an understanding of more than one point of view of a specific issue to determine what has been tried, what works, and what do you think is going to give an outcome that you're actually looking for. So you have to know about the issues, and then you have to know what they've done to try and address them in the past, and then you have to determine if your solution or your proposed solutions already been attempted and failed, or was it successful and done away with? Do you think, do you really think that people are surprised that when you pay people not to work, that people choose not to work? Do you think people are surprised that when you reward them for not getting married and for having additional children out of wedlock, that they're not going to get married and not have more children out of wedlock? Do you think anybody was surprised by that? Or do you think maybe, just maybe, that was the preferred outcome they were looking for? When you reward bad behavior, you get more bad behavior. Likewise, when you encourage good behavior and you reward good behavior, you ought to expect more good behavior. The problem is, is our society has now inverted and they describe things that are good as bad and things that are bad as good. We've seen this all before. If you doubt me, go dig out your Bible. And for those of you that don't believe that's okay, you can still read it. It's still going to tell you what's going on there. Much like you read rules for radicals to understand what the progressives are doing. You can read the Bible to find out what God is doing, even if you choose not to believe in him <laughs> or what he tells you is going to happen, right? So look, it's it's fair to understand what's going on around you. You have to understand the different points of view, the different uh, actions that are in place, or not actions, but the different, yeah, I guess actions is the best word. The different actions that are at play in bringing about an outcome. You can't solve the problem if you don't understand the problem, and you can't understand the problem if you don't see it from more than one view. The problem is, much of our society operates on the idea that there is one solution that works, and that is the approved solution by the media slash government. And the only way to counter that is to master your issue, understand what it is, because you've picked your issue that matters. You might not be a subject expert, but you're going to be familiar with it. You're going to understand it. And then you're going to go to your group. You're going to bring your group up to speed. And I got to be honest, with 40 some odd groups, there's a couple of those groups that really won't care about your issue. But if you get buy-in from, maybe you start another group, or maybe you create a subgroup within that group, or maybe you say, you know what? Uh... I've got more than one group that's interested in this issue. Let's come together and work on this issue, whatever it is. And then you have more support for your cause. You, you can build up an adequate response 
to get an outcome that is preferable than what we currently have. It requires some effort, some work, some tenacity, some education, and of course, above all, money, but not always even that much money. And then you can serve your community. Because the reality is the reason why the progressives win so many things is because they're out serving their community. They're giving them money. They're rewarding them for their behaviors. They're encouraging their compliance and they're showing up in the community before election cycle and say, we're going to give you these things in response. All you got to do is do this. Now, I'm not suggesting that we can operate or function in the same vein, but we have to be able to have an adequate counter. We can't just show up once every two years in a community and say, oh, these people are not treating you well. Uh, you're not going to have a positive outcome, so you need to go ahead and vote for us, even though you've never seen us in the last two years and we don't offer you anything, nor do we communicate to you well or speak your language. And you can interpret the language to be either the love languages or the actual verbal language. It doesn't matter if you don't understand what's being communicated to you. You have zero interest in what those people have to say. Now, as my country, as my state has been progressively given away to our enemies, we have to determine what's the best course of action to reverse this. What can we do? Well, for me, I've determined that Texas the best first step. But you know what? Texas doomed to fail too if we can't control our border. There are more than one issue uh, outcomes that matter. You have to cross train or cross reference at some point to come up with a more holistic look at the world around you. But for starters, for starters, the baseline thing that you need to do is just what I said. And we're going to review that real quick before I go away for today. You're going to pick or find your issue of choice, become well-versed in that subject matter. Then you're going to pick a group that is more most agreeable to whatever your issue is and work within that group to build up interest and understanding of it, perhaps going to other groups. You're looking for people that are going to support your cause or your issue, and they're going to come alongside and you're going to build your team, if you will. And then when you have your team, you're going to be able to serve your community. Now, whether that means the community of local county or state level, or whether that just means that people are out your back door, it doesn't matter. It's the application process that we need to be doing. We need to be active. We need to be involved. It's the first steps, the first steps of taking things back. If we continue to not do anything, we will certainly lose. And with that, this has been According to Callus, and I will see you on the other side.